Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers, all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. You doing fantastic? Yeah. Hey, how was your week? Was it good? I was sick for three days, so it was fine. It was great. I stayed home. I didn't have to do anything. I'm sick. I had I had the average cold. No, I didn't have COVID, so nobody has to panic. <laughs> Run. Oh, my word. You, just had to, you know those things you get when you just kind of feel, eh? Hey, you know, funny, you didn't hear anything from me for those three days. It must have been something in the air that I caught on. I just probably had my phone blocked on you, too, so. I got to learn that. Just now, nah, I was, but it was fine. Just had a great weekend. Watched some old movies. Watch more movies. You know, just what you do. Make you bring Day. you back down to earth that you were back in nineteen year olds old days or what? Yeah, actually, my typical thing for Memorial Day is I love watching Band of Brothers, the Band of Brothers DVD set. If I can, I love watching that whole. Usually, they have it on the History Channel. It goes from Volume One to whatever it is. They didn't have it this year, but that's typically what I do. What'd you do? Have I have a watched, hot dog. I I watched. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was watching a bunch of war movies. Okay. So uh, I didn't see you in any of those pictures. I, I wasn't in any of You're older than I am, so you probably <laughs> would have been in there. So you are Mr. Craig Lyson and I'm with Vets Growth. You can reach me at 407-754-5779. Apparently it's working. I'm getting a lot of calls. Excellent. I'm talking about you a lot. Okay. <laughs> That's why that guy showed up on my doorstep. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Tim Proctor with GRP Studios, 407-862-6882, or Tim at grpstudios.com. We're going to have fun today. We have a couple in here today, although she has said she's not going to say anything. <laughs> so we're going to see if that actually happens. But Jeff <laughs> and Pam Brown, I had his name wrong. I had Tom. We've had two Toms in a row. We had Tom and Costa and... Tom Keen, back to back Toms. That's correct. That's and correct. And so now we've got a Jeff, it. two Toms and a Jeff. That yeah. sounds like a, the front end of a joke, doesn't it? Not a Tom roll. <laughs> there you go. We don't have we don't have a Tom roll. It's not a not a drum roll. But they are here today. Now Tom is currently in active Tom? duty. I said it again, didn't I? Yeah. Wow, I've got, and I've got okay. it scratched out. Jeff Brown, <laughs> my goodness, is currently an active deputy sheriff here in Central Florida. I remains am. remains unknown where he's actually serving at, but he is an active deputy sheriff. I thought it was Walmart. I don't know. That just came to my mind. <laughs> You're here today. You and your wife are here to t- today to talk about Hometown Heroes Alliance, which is a nonprofit that you are part of. But before we go any farther, welcome to the studio today, and thank you all for being here. Both, I understand you had to bring him because he's on he's on drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Very careful. I yeah. won't say one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but he, he, she came in today. So we're going to need to hear from both of them, even though she's a very unwilling subject in that. I know someone's got handcuffs. Someone's right. got the rights card. That's right. Someone's <laughs> got the rights cards. But Jeff and Pam, Jeff, give us everybody, give everybody your contact information, how they can get a hold of you and that kind of stuff. And then we'll start jumping into what you're doing. Absolutely. And we are, Pam and I are both very excited to be here. Very thankful and blessed that you uh, have allowed us to come in and talk about what we're doing. It's been a long road for us, but to find us, you can contact me at jeff at hometownheroesalliance.org or info at hometownheroesalliance.org. Our website is hometownheroesalliance.org. So it's pretty easy to remember those. I can even remember that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Don't call 
<laughs> Tom at Home Tattoo Alliance because that doesn't exist. But you can also reach us on the phone at um, 407-810-3474, and that phone's on all the time. And we have our usual Facebook, which is just our business name, Hometown Heroes Alliance, as well as YouTube. And we really encourage everyone to go to our YouTube channel. You'll be able to see all of the great things that we've been able to do for some of these wounded heroes. It has been fantastic. I did a, did a perusing of the website here in the last couple of days and some great stuff in there. I would assume your being a deputy sheriff, this is really close to your heart and why you do it. But walk me through a nonprofit startup. How did you do this? And what made you decide, it, well, I'm going to start a nonprofit and we're going to help first responders? It, for us, it was kind of a long road because as I went, was going through my career as a deputy, I also started running offshore fishing charters as a licensed U.S. Coast Guard 100-ton master's license. And, you know, we wanted to do some things to give back and to help. And obviously, first responders are really close to our family because our, our son is one, our daughter's a nurse. Pam is a teacher, so we all are in that giving back world. So we started giving back some stuff and started doing some things, but it was always, there was the one little thing missing. It just, we weren't hitting the mark of what we wanted to do. And somewhere along the line, somebody said, hey, we got this friend who was a police officer who's been wounded in the line of duty. He's really kind of down. Um, maybe you could take him fishing one day. And so it just fell together. We saw the smile on the faces of these guys that we started doing that for. It just turned out to be an, a, an amazing adventure for us as well to see that, you know, for them to know we haven't left them behind. Some of the research we did found that after you're wounded in the line of duty, and I'm sure it, it coincides with vets as well, after about a year, people stop calling. They stop coming around. You don't get the support and the help and the friendships that you used to have. And we kind of found that some of that was because they just didn't want to be reminded that could be me you know, the next call I go to. So I've lost a couple of friends in the line of duty. We've had uh, several injured that are now retired. And it just became this wonderful thing that Pam and I talked about and said, let's do this. It actually turned into a television show. So we had several seasons on uh, Discovery, Destination America and the World Fishing Network where it was called Cop at Adventures. And there's still some YouTube stuff around with that. And it just, it, it grew from that. And then we started trying to figure out how can we do more than just take them on trips? How can we financially help them? How can we get in there and, and just support them in all the other ways that comes around? Because with first responders, it's not just that responder. It's a family. You know, when, when a guy or a lady gets wounded in the line of duty, be it a policeman, a fireman, their whole family's affected. Their income drops. They struggle. They really struggle emotionally, financially, and all the other ways. So we started exploring the 501c3 route, the nonprofit, and found out that we were going to be able to do it. And all of this work, it was Pam and I that did it all. You know, I have to give her a... Pam's hundred. who? Yeah. Pam, is she here? <laughs> She's here. She's here somewhere. I'm here. Yeah. It, it just, we, we just really enjoyed what we were doing. And it, quite honestly, it helped me. You know, after all the years I've been in, in law enforcement, you know, I have the same issues all the other guys do, but... Giving back to them really touched my heart, and the two of us talked about it, and it took a lot of time to put it together, but we finally, uh, we came out, we did all the contracts for the television show, we did all the IRS stuff, we were able to do this whole thing together and get this thing rolling. So, in other words, the, the cop, because like Tim and Eric cops from the Air Force, it's a camaraderie, but, you know, military, how many years have you been on the force? I broke 40 years this year. Did you start when you were like six? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because some of the new cops that come out, you know, I always ask them, 
when were you born? And if you're born after 1981, son, I, I am that old guy that's been a cop longer than you've been alive. Yeah. So. so then, all right, so you decided to do this. And how long did it take you, if you can remember, to, all right, we're going to have a nonprofit. We're going to have a 501c3. Here's your documentation. You got the 501c3. Walk me through that process. In case anybody listening says, hey, I really want to do this. I'd like to start a nonprofit. Is it really that difficult? And the answer is a yes. Yes. It, it and can, no, and no. But. It, it can be. And I mean, if you follow the rules and you take your time with it, it's going to take months to get it done, to get it done correctly. There's a lot of organizations out there that throw stuff down and say, this is what we are. But and quite honestly, they're really not that because people are making money and, you know, they're getting big giant salaries off of that stuff. In order to do it correctly, we're very proud of the fact that we don't have any paid staff. No one makes any money off of this other than, you know, the, our guys that need it. But it was going through the IRS, trying to read all that stuff and understand that we have a, a really great accountant that we can rely on. And they're very great. We call them on the phone. This is what you can do. This do you want to give do. them a shout out for Yeah, it's a Wolf Financial Group right here in Lake Mary. They're, they're a wonderful. Melissa and Bob Wolf. Melissa is one of the, the heads of that organization. Bob Wolf is the owner of it. But the Wolf Financial Group has just been an amazing group for us. And I mean, they literally have been supportive all, all along for the, about the 12 years we've been doing it. So you got that together and you are finally then able to start your nonprofit. So what things did you put in place once you get your certification? Now I'm going to start it. What was your next step once you filled all the paperwork and you got everything going? What, what were the steps that you went through to make this actually work? Well, setting up the bank accounts that you have to do, you know, and most banks are very easily to work through, especially credit unions are very good with that. They don't charge us anything. We also had to do the state financial stuff where we had to get the state licenses and, the, you know, sunbiz.org and go through all that stuff. And it just seemed like the difficult part is as soon as you accomplish one, another one pops up. You got to do this too. They don't make it real easy for a reason, and it shouldn't be. But once that gets done, then it starts coming into organizing the board of directors, your treasurers, your officers in the boards, and to do all that stuff. You've got to select these people, and, and quite honestly, you know, being a cop, who do we trust? <laughs> so it becomes difficult for us to vet these guys and get them in there the right way. But once all that stuff gets done, then you got to start working on the organization, the seed money, to try and find the donations, because we simply survive off of donations. A lot of it's corporate, but a lot, a ton of it is the public and other law enforcement officers jumping up going, hey, we heard about this guy, here's what we can do, and we throw it out on all our social media stuff, and they, they bring it out and, and start throwing the money in Do, How many people are doing what you're doing in other states? It seems like more and more every day. The thing that I really tell people, though, before you start throwing donations into these organizations, vet them well. We've had several scams pop up. It's difficult, and that's the other thing you'll run into when you're setting this kind of an organization up is that people don't trust organizations anymore. Yep. We all know some of the big ones that were making hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions in salary off of these, hey, help us for $19 a month. Drives us crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So again, we're very proud of the fact our books are open. We don't take any salaries. We had several cruises that we did where we got, you know, 20, 20 guys together and took families out on these cruises. Pam and I pay our own way. We don't use donations to do that. Well, because you're true to your word. Yeah. Your that, reputation is probably the strongest I've ever heard of in, in this area. Well, thank you. But that's also really rough because you don't spend that money on advertising. So you're not out there like you were. We're growing and we are growing slowly. 
but we're growing the right way. We're doing it with uh, from the heart and not from the pocket. It so. is nice organic growth. He and I are both part of kids in support of soldiers, and we fight the same battle. It irritates me to no end, and I'll call them out, wounded warriors. When you are making three or $400,000 as an officer in a nonprofit charity that is supposed to be helping veterans, you're wrong. I'm sorry. And I, you call me whatever you want to, but no, if you I are, agree. If you are that. that, if you are that, and you are helping because kids in support of soldiers, we take no money for ourselves at all. We are all volunteers. All volunteers. And that's what a, that's what a, in my, you know, the way I was brought up, that's what a nonprofit should be. Yes. You're not making a profit. Correct. When you can spend hundreds, literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars on advertising, imagine the amount of help or what you could do with that money. Oh, that's probably why you're in my magazine. Yeah. Oh, now you're on our podcast. <laughs> well, and I just, I really appreciate you. And ours has been somewhat of a military focus. I don't think we've had any, we haven't had any nonprofits in here. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have him in to talk about the challenges of starting a nonprofit and working through it. And I understand there's some nonprofits, so you have expenses and you have hired people. We have and there are And there are people who run that. And I get it. I haven't. I don't have a problem somebody taking a salary. But when I hear somebody's making six figures off of donations for wounded veterans, it just irritates the snot out of me. Like, yeah. uh, I always suggest rather than start one, find a good solid one that you that you have vetted and join them. Yep, and then get in the way and and find a way to make a change and find a way to impact others and find something that really is important to you. We do a lot of work here at the studios for Camp Boggy Creek. That is a nonprofit that I'm heavily involved with. It's a great facility. And General Schwarzkopf was one of the founders, and his statement was, if everybody wants to do their own thing, great, do your own thing, but do one more thing. And then for him, it was make that one thing Camp Boggy Creek. So do your own thing and everything you do, but then find one thing that makes an impact to you, and do it. You, yeah. You're smiling over there. Why you... That's that's one of our mottos: is do one thing for someone else every day. It will change your life. And that's that's absolutely that's, fantastic. Are we going to get out of that parking ticket today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we should probably go to a break right and now and is, talk about that. Parking this is ticket. why I don't say where I work. <laughs> Stay tuned. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your six. Hometown Heroes Alliance honors and supports first responders throughout Florida and this great country that are in need. We are a completely volunteer-based organization, and all of our proceeds go directly towards helping first responders and their families. Please check us out at hometownheroesalliance.org and discover what you can do to support those in our community that are protecting us. Just donating $5 a month makes a real difference in the lives of our wounded first responder heroes. Please join us in helping those that put their lives on the line every day to keep us safe. Oh, yeah, we're all bobbing and waving in here with that song. I don't know why we do, but that's what we that's do. good we are, music. It, yeah, we're back with the second half. You know, it's funny because I grew up around music. I grew up just outside of Detroit, so music for me has always been top-notch. I, I, I just love music. I try and pick something different. We did some little, I don't even know, it's, I call it cats in a dryer, but my son call, calls it dubstepping, kind of a little different <laughs> stuff in the front end of it. But, yeah, so we're just having some fun today. We are here. With not Tom, <clears throat> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff and Pam Brown with Hometown Heroes Alliance. 
You, you might, guys, you might just want to start calling it Pam. You don't have a problem with Pam's name. Just say, "Hey, Pam Brown and some other guy." Yeah. Pam and her husband. That's what we'll do. We'll go. We'll go with there Pam and her husband are here with Hometown Heroes Alliance. You service. Oops. You service first responders nationwide, but you're not a nationwide organization. You're based here out of Florida. Correct. But you can serve officers throughout the country. That's we, correct. We do, and we have. Uh, we've brought them all the way from Oklahoma, um, Arizona, Georgia, South Carolina. That's all over the country. How do they find out about you that you bring them in? I mean, how do they contact There's you? There's a couple of different ways. We have family members that will contact us, spouses that will contact us. We actually have an agency that called us and said, hey, we've got our guys struggling here. We've done all we can do for them. So it's a, a number of different ways. And I always have the social media going on. So I know that when somebody's injured in the line of duty, we immediately reach out to them and, you know, reach out to their agencies and let them know we're here if we can help. Because what we find is that in when we put all this together, the first couple of months, there's a big rush. Everybody's in there throwing money, GoFundMes, everybody's in there helping them and stuff, and then it dies off. So we go in right away. We were able to do that for an Orlando officer who recently passed. Um, and the first, the first night he had been shot, we got in there, knew right away, had a wife and some kids. We went in there. Gave him a check and said, here, this is just get you through the next few days. While everybody's organizing everything, we've been called the Band-Aid of all the organizations because we run in right away, stop the bleeding. Here, just take this cash, handle, handle your business, don't want you to worry about child care, food, anything else. You know, get back and forth to the hospital, babysitters. So we do that right away, but then we lay back and we let all the other organizations and GoFundMes go in and do what they can do to help them. But that dies off. And months to a year later, there's no one in there. There's nobody to help them. So that's we step back and, in. And that's when the need really comes because that's when the depression, the just um, despair, nothing's helping for both the member and for their family. It can happen Correct. for both of them. So Correct. it's uh, hometownheroesalliance.org is the website. It's Correct. the it's everything, right? It's basically yeah. hometownheroes.org. Is yeah, and you have to be careful because what happens a lot of times, someone will punch in hometown heroes. But there's a million hometown heroes. But we are the only hometown heroes alliance. Alliance. So that alliance is very, very important. .org. Yeah. And our, our title for this one had initially been, You're Killing Me Smalls with camps, Campfires and S'mores. When, <laughs> you know, hometown heroes, I just, you know, I think of small town and right. campfires and s'mores. And did you ever see the movie Sandlot? Craig? Apparently, I had a life. I did not sit in front of a TV <laughs> or a radio. I, I, Tim, what, what sports did you play? Did, Marbles? I played every sport, actually. I lettered in <clears throat> three sports in junior high, but <laughs> I was too busy in high school. Sandlot, have you seen the movie Sandlot? Do you I, remember? Okay, you're killing me smalls. Been a while, yeah. yeah. You want to have a s'more? S'more what? Yeah. <laughs> no, s'mores. Well, how can I have s'more or something I haven't had before? So anyways, it's, you're killing yeah. me with s'mores. And exactly. Craig, those fall on deaf ears for Craig because he yeah. obviously he has no movie references, no song lyrics. He's and got more. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that was, that was my life. Just Not that I watched movies. I didn't even have TV growing up. For anybody who's listened to the show knows it. I didn't have TV growing up at all. So it was just. It's called imagination. It's called imagination, right. <clears throat> Could do that. So you guys are nationwide as far as your application, but you're based here locally. So Pam, you hold this together. You're the glue that holds this together because we know he's got a full-time job. Are you a, are you a board of directors? So he's off there goofing off, but you have, tell me, yeah, tell me about your, the people that support you from that aspect of it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I put her on the spot, but that's okay. He did. Honestly, 
Jeffrey is the the big motor in the the engine here. He's he pretty much drives everything, but we have a great board of directors that helps us with everything. We just have to make a quick phone call and and they are there to help us with any need. That's fantastic. Yeah, well, again, uh, you, he, might, we, he we, might be the big motor, but what does every big motor need? You need engine oil, you need gasoline, you need a drive shaft, you need tires, you need a chassis. A big motor by himself does nothing except sit there. So that's his wife? And become a dead weight. No. So, man, Pam does everything. We know that. She's she just shy. Is, she's the gasoline. She's the thing that keeps it together and flowing and cohesive. And so, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, our board of directors, like Pam said, is, is amazing. We, we just pick up the phone and call them and go, hey, we got notified about this guy. He needs something right now. And they're, yep, get it done. We agree with you. Um, we've always, you know, always respected. They, how many board of directors do you have? Well, there's only four of us currently. Are, are you allowed to say their names or no? Yes, absolutely. Um, Robert Joya and Jeff. Yep. So. And um, Jeff who? Uh, Jeff Seaver is his name. Okay. He's actually a, a local orthodontist. I, oh, I'm probably saying that wrong, but he's a local oral, oral surgeon. And Jeff and Joya are members of Justice Society that are just so supportive that these folks all and they give and they give and they give, and not one of them is in law enforcement or fire department or anything. They're just people who really support what we do. I'm telling you, I, I couldn't do it without them. I mean, there are days when I just I, I get so frustrated with the whole thing. It's like I don't know if I can keep doing this, and they jump right up and go, "Here's what we're going to do." And so without them, we wouldn't exist. You're, you're absolutely right. There's some some days with kids and supportive soldiers. I said, "This is just I'm tired. I'm done with it. I yeah. can't do this any longer." And then something will happen. We'll get an email from somebody or we'll get a message from a service member. And it's just, yeah, okay, I get it. Just, yeah, it's, so, just I mean, I, it takes, it, it's, a, it's a team. Yeah. You it know, is. it's it's truly a team. It's just, it's amazing that people step forward. As long as they are aware of what you do, you're legit, you're genuine, I can keep going on. But when, yeah. you're, when you're nationwide, that's amazing because I've met the people that you, you like to bring to my hotel. You know, it's just amazing because they thought, okay, they got, I think the one guy you brought in, his hand got shot. Mm -hmm. And we were all concerned about, is he going to return to duty? Do you know if he ever did? No, he did not. He was medically uh, retired. So somebody contacts you. Tell me some of the things that you have done. You talked about first this started with taking fishing trips. Right. But what are some of the things that you do? You get a phone call. What might that phone call sound like? Generally, it's, hey, I, I know this guy that I work with is really struggling. He's got some medical bills that aren't being paid. Believe it or not, Workman's Comp doesn't pay them all. We have one officer right now who is in collections because our agency's Workman Comp did not pay all the bills. So those are the kinds of things we get. We went to Lakeland. We had a guy who was hit by a car, was really messed up and couldn't function. Happy to announce he's back to work full time, but for a long time, he couldn't, he couldn't do anything. So. We got our crew together, got our board of directors, a bunch of volunteers. We went over, drove all the way to Lakeland um, with some volunteers and some help from some Lowe's department, you know, Lowe's Home Depot type store. Um, we're able to landscape his whole house, clean his roof, get the whole place fixed up, really cleaned up really nice and got his grass situated for him. So we do stuff like that. If we need to build a wheelchair ramp, obviously I'm not a carpenter, but we'll find one. So we'll, we'll contact a local carpenter and go, hey, this is what we need. We had that done once already. A lot of times it's simply to take them on a trip to get them out of the, oh, man, I'm so depressed. I can't do anything anymore. Uh, we do trips to the Keys. We've done trips to the Bahamas where we take the whole family. 
you know, because these guys have been in the hospital for a long time. They've been fighting the depression and all that stuff. And we just get them out there. We'll spend a day really interacting with them with fishing or, or just sightseeing at the turtle, uh, the turtle rescue place. And then, you know, we give them a day or two on their own to just do the family thing and to watch them on the way when they're just a little bit depressed and they're really not sure what's going to happen. And then to see the change and the difference in their attitude and their demeanor when they come back with giant smiles going, it's the best thing that ever happened. You know, you just, you can't buy that stuff. How does that impact you? You're a police officer. You know that this could be me one day. How does that impact you? For both of you, when you see that happen and you know what what it brings to them and their families. Yeah, it just, uh, it touches your heart and it really gets to you. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I appreciate you coming on the show, the both of you, because uh, we want to really get the message out anywhere where we can promote for nothing. I believe in that structure, as Tim yeah. does. It's just working together. You know, you can pull two charities together and work for the same goal because it's not a competition. Right. It's like you both have this string that you want to help yeah. people. Tim does so much more. I mean, he brought me on, which I didn't even know I was going to be the marketing director. And all of a sudden, I got a card. I'm like, uh-oh, that's cloud. <laughs> well, you know, one of our supporters, longtime supporters, said to us one time, it's not about the competition. It's about the mission. So that's really what it comes down to. And it does so much to watch these guys have a new meaning in their life. An email I got actually is a text with someone. We're having an event June 12th. Um, in Osceola County, a big fishing You're event. You're going fishing, fishing in the hole, right? Yeah, is it's it, called fish the, fish the Pit. Fish the Pit, um, that's only, what it is. Only place in North America you can fish for Bear Monday. It's a, um, I think, South American fish. or only place that they exist in North America. And we're bringing guys in from North Florida. Um, Robert Lundy, who was shot in the line of duty, was in a gunfight with his intestines hanging out and actually took care of business, eliminated the threat, and survived the encounter. He's medically retired. Just an awesome guy. Heather Betts, who is a South Carolina canine officer who was shot in the eye two years ago, she's still struggling with medical bills and trying to, and I don't think she minds me talking about it, she's living on $1,300 pre-taxed a month. And she was shot in the eye, medically retired, will never, ever work again. But, which, I, but doesn't the force cover? No. She's in, there, there are things that, that didn't get done, and she's having an issue with collections and workman's comp bills. And so this event is, we're going to pay off all her bills. We will have all of her collections and all of her workman's comp. Everything will be completely paid off by uh, June 12th because of this event and that people are stepping in to help her. Wow. The stories, I could go on for hours of the stories that I could tell you that our guys are just being left behind. They, that once they're injured, the agencies are like, get them out of here. We don't want to, you know, uh, they're, just, they're just dragging us down and burning up our money. So it's, it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. Uh, that just kills me when I hear it because it's so much of the military. It's so much of other things. And I get it, but it boils down to money. This has now become a burden to us. Correct. So we're going to have to unload you. Thanks for your service. Check out. We'll see yep. you later. Exactly. You know, I understand it does everybody. Whatever you join, whatever force you join, uh, I'm talking to first responders as military, you do it because you have a heart to make sure that it's done correctly. You care. But when you get injured, that should continue on. That really was our biggest motivation when we started seeing my friends and coworkers and other people across the country being treated so poorly. And, and I don't think it's the individuals. I think it's the system. It's, it's the system. We Absolutely. had to. That's why we stepped up and said, you know what? We're gonna, we may not be able to fix this whole problem, 
but we're damn sure going to get in there and do a little bit to help each one we can. And we're actually excited in this last month. We've grown quite a bit. And one of the things we're reaching out to do is if, if anybody can help us, they can just go to our website at hometownheroesalliance.org. We have a donation button up there. Can you imagine if all your listeners went there and gave us $5 a month, donated $5 a month, yep. what that would do for it us? It makes a huge difference. Yeah. So when, when these people, like the lady you were talking about in South Carolina lost her eye, when you're going to go take care of her bill situation, do you, does your alliance pay for them directly? Yes. Yes. We will step in. She's coming down here. We'll present her. We've already taken care of some. Uh, this event is really being built around her. And Where's she Club. staying? She's going to be staying at the Holiday Inn Express, thanks to you and Sylvia, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, if you so, don't, let's, let's start working. I got yeah. friends in low places. Yeah. yeah. Not you, Tim. No, not me. That's we'll, not me. We'll get her and her husband. Uh, we're bringing them both down here. She really hasn't been able to do much in two years, so this is going to be a great event for her. We're excited to meet her. Um, and this is a true hero. Shot in the face in the middle of the night, chasing a bad guy with your canine. They take your dog away. They kick you to the curb. They don't even pay your medical bills. How do we treat people like that? Uh, you know, uh, that so. just boggles my flipping mind. Give people an, a way to contact. I know we've already done a little bit, but tell people again how to get a hold of you personally. The easiest way is you can call me on the phone, 407-810-3474. If you go to www.hometownheroesalliance.org, all of our contact info is there. You can private message me, hit us on Facebook, all that stuff. What other kind of events do you have during the course of the year? We do golf tournaments. We do poker events, which are really exciting. It's you do all, golf tournaments? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where do you do your golf tournaments at? We have done some. We've done two or three at uh, Wedgefield Country Club. Okay. okay. So we're probably going to be reaching out to some other organizations and some other, other groups to try and hit these other, some big venues. And because we're growing enough, we'll be able to do that. Again, Hometown Heroes Alliance is who you guys are. We appreciate you coming in today and being a part of it. And hopefully we gave people just enough to want to explore more, to see really who you guys are and what you do. Absolutely. First responders, those that take care of us. We haven't talked about COVID. We don't talk about politics. But in my mind, the, the status of the police officer in the United States right now today is not the same as it was. Absolutely And not. that's the thing I hate to see the most. You know, um, just a quick figure, we've lost 143 officers in the line of duty so far this year. That's that astounding. Nationwide? Yes. 143. You know, we, we talk about the, the and I, I know we're running nah, along here, but we talk about the, the vets with the 22 a year. You don't hear anything about the firefighters and the cops, and I guarantee you, it's a hell of a lot more than 22. It's, it is, I know. I've got some personal friends. One's been a uh, an Orange County firefighter, Orange County firefighter, and he talks about it all the time. I said, "What you guys don't understand is this is every single day. Every single day for them could be their last, and most of us just don't. All of us. That's true for any of us, anyways. Today could be my last day, but most of us don't think of it in that aspect. So, you know, I, and I've come from when I started in 1981, where you went to work every day, and you're yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to come home to the the way it is today. I don't know that." Yeah, you know, with the way we're being attacked in the streets and being villainized out there, that's not right. <laughs> you Vill know? Villain, villainized. Yeah, you got Tim syndrome. He makes up words too. Well, I'm we <laughs> make up we make up words all the My time. My name's not so. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the way it is nowadays, with you know, you just don't know anymore. And um, you know, we have not only does Pam have to worry about me, we have to worry about our son now, and even our daughter being a nurse, and heck, even the teachers being attacked. So yeah, we we try and whenever possible. 
we recently went uh, took a motorcycle ride, went to Osteen Diner in Osteen, and there were three officers there eating, and we, we picked up their check for them because it's just, I don't know. You have no idea what that does for these guys, especially these young guys. It the just, only thing Tim won't share is peppermint patties. No, <laughs> I won't share. But it's just, and not to toot our horn, but to let other people realize if you're out there and you're enjoying a meal and you see an officer, you see a firefighter, you see somebody come in, why can't you just, again, just do one thing exactly for somebody else? So yep. we appreciate you all being here today very, very much. We're going to have Pam on by herself one day. We're going to have <laughs> Pam by herself one day. Thank you for having us. Our tip of the day that we didn't get to today is just do something. Exactly. So hometown heroes, alliance, Jeff and Pam Brown here today. Thank you all being here and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.